Man, I was off for one whole week. <sighs> Nothing's much change, really. Still chaos. <laughs> Welcome to the 68th episode of the Keys to Gems podcast. Let me run the intro. Thanks for tuning in to the Keys to Gems podcast. This is your host, Lonoso. Keys to Gems fearlessly goes after a better understanding of every topic discussed. I hope you enjoy listening and take something away from each episode. And if nothing else, always know there is nothing we should fear discussing and understanding better. With that said, let's get to it. Thank you guys for tuning in to the 68th episode of the Keys of Gems podcast. I won't be before you too long. A couple things I want to spit at you this week. One, this this week that this is being recorded, the Supreme Court came back in a session. Now, I think a lot of people underestimate the value of voting. And yes, this is related to the Supreme Court. See, people didn't or people don't generally turn out for Supreme Court justices. They don't think about that that's the reason. That's what polling shows and that's what reality has shown. For example, 45, well, even though McConnell technically shows him in the some weird ass uber conservative party or uh, organization shows him. But 45 put over 200 judges on the federal bench. Yeah, over 200. That is a lot of ultra-conservative judges and a lot of years that they will be on there shaping how people have their lives affected by laws. Now, something that is also missed is the Supreme Court. Famously, McConnell the minority leader in the Senate withheld a confirmation hearing for, at that time, Judge Garland, Merrick Garland. He's now the attorney general for our country. And in holding up that spot, he then freed up or was able to use that spot along with two other ones. And we got Gorsuch, Kavanaugh and Barrett, all justices, super conservative. So see, the voting that should have taken place years ago, because a lot of judges are still on there from George W.'s appointment. Like, people don't get that. It's a lifetime appointment. They're on there for a lot of years. And regardless of how you might feel about laws and voting, guess what? The laws that you live by sometimes get to their desk. And often, lately especially, they get interpreted in a very conservative manner. So a big thing that's been going on lately has been the abortion issue. Like with the state of Texas saying that you can't get an abortion past six weeks. That's very problematic. They also have several cases that, or several laws that have went into effect in other states, there's actually a law, I believe, in Missouri that's making its way to the Supreme Court. 
it's on the docket to be heard. We won't know anything about it till springtime. But it's being heard. And what a lot of people also don't know is that a lot of trigger laws have been passed. Now, what does that mean? A trigger law means if something happens, it's, it's literally written to the legislation. If thing A happens, then thing B happens. In this case, a lot of states, conservative states, they have put it in their laws and recently passed laws at that, that if Roe is struck down in any way, Roe versus Wade, then abortion becomes illegal in their state. Now, this is a women's health issue. And as a guy, I can only say, if you don't like abortion, don't get one. Also, and if you're a male, man, get a fucking vasectomy. Or shut the fuck up talking about women shouldn't get abortions. That, that's not your place. Not your body, dude. Along with the craziness that goes on with their docket, is they're usually opposite of what because of their lifetime appointments, they're usually opposite of what's popular. Now, this can be fixed with legislation because just like we have nine judges now or justices now, there wasn't always nine justices on the Supreme Court. A law or several laws were passed to get it to nine. We could change that, but it would take voting. And more importantly, it would take the Senate having a supermajority because of the filibuster. Supermajority meaning there's so many Democratic votes that, or Democratic and independent votes, a combination of, that it can overcome the minority. Right now, the minority is rule, is ruling. And, and it's... It's not really fucked up. It's literally what they do. Power is what they go after. They, meaning McConnell, these governors, these state legislation, uh, state legislators, I should say, and lieutenant governors. The country is changing. This recent census data, I strongly encourage you to look at that data. And you can look at the trends and how different populations have changed and how certain populations have gotten smaller, like the Caucasian population and more ethnic, uh, Latina or Latinx. I'm not sure what the proper term is. I'll try to look it up, but it, you get both and things. So please forgive me if I'm offending you. Lat, uh, Latinx or Latina population and African-American population increasing and a lot of times we, we it's easy to ignore that like you say that's not the way things used or that's not the way things are that's old ways of thinking well the old ways of thinking get to hang around because of gerrymandered districts which happen in every year that begins with a one because or ends with a one because it's done after the census which they are trying to do right now and they allow minority, the Republicans and those uber conservative people, to stay in power. So, what do we do with all this? Well, one, you have to engage. Two, you have to make sure that when there's a special election or election, you are getting out there voting. 
Three, you have to be, you have to understand that for things to change, it doesn't always have to take a long time. But if for it to happen quick, something major has to happen for it to happen. And that major thing usually involves engagement at some level, the local level, state level, or federal level. If you are tired of things staying the same, I don't think it's wise to say, I'm not voting. If you are tired of things always being so antiquated when you when it comes down to shit we need and where you're hearing about two senators that are giving the president and progressive congressman fits over infrastructure, like common sense shit, like everybody drive or goes over the roads. High-speed internet is a thing that people need because we're more and more relying on the internet for our lives. Yeah, for some reason, people aren't willing to engage. For some reason, people are willing to let the status quo be the status quo when we actually have the power to change it. Above all, I want you to remember that if you are not engaged, you are part of the problem. The very problem that you will complain about, the very problem that you recognize in laws that need to change and haven't changed, uh, funding that needs to be done or bridges that need to be fixed, roads that need to be built or repaired. If you aren't voting, if you aren't engaging, you are literally part of the problem. So SCOTUS is back in session. It could turn out that because <laughs> they have gun rights, a couple of gun rights issues and obviously the Roe versus Wade issue. It could turn out that gun owners have more rights. It could turn out. Now, this isn't hyperbole. It could turn out that gun owners have more rights than women do over their own body. Let's see how that works out. Let me get to this next topic. For this week's last topic, I'm going to talk about the little Facebook outage and the surrounding drama that we experience as a world. So earlier this week, for about five hours in the middle of the day, Facebook, WhatsApp, Instagram all went down. They said it was an issue uh, with their backbone routers. Simply put, the world went dark for a bit as far as social media goes for the major platform. Twitter was still up. It was so funny to see so many people trying to figure out Twitter. <laughs> but anyway, a lot of people are up in arms and kind of clutching their pearls with the revelations that came out of the whistleblower. Francis Hagen, I believe is how you pronounce her last name, went before or was first on 60 Minutes. Not too many people watch that if you're below the age of probably 50, more for uh, upper middle age and older folks. They know that that's their demo. That's fine. But then she went before Congress. And here's where the pearl clutching began. Oh, they keep the privacy or they keep data and they they hoard of 
data and privacy stuff and they control what people see. Here's the issue I had with it. Not that Facebook does it, but it's because the pearl clutching went on when what they do is quite obvious. Now, it's easy to say, you know, hindsight being 2020 is always is an easy thing to say. Like, yeah, we saw, we saw that coming. But we really should have seen that coming. How many times have we scrolled down to the end of a terms of service or end user agreement and hit I agree? You haven't read shit. When they upgrade the privacy policies, uh, Google just did it recently for me. And they send you an email. We've updated our privacy policies. Do you just click yes? And the reason I asked that obvious rhetorical question, because you can't answer back right now, is because you have to be informed. A very easy thing to remember, and it's something I didn't really put together. I kind of had the sense of it, but in this phrase, it kind of consolidated for me. It was spoken by Stephanie Rule, really smart business lady, MSNBC. If you are using a service for free, you are the product. When you scroll Facebook or Instagram, I don't use WhatsApp, so I don't know how that goes, but scroll Instagram or Facebook. Every single scroll is monitored. Anything you engage with, whether you save it, you comment on it, you like it, all that stuff is registered and is used to create an algorithm for what you might like to see. But the end user agreement, <laughs> the thing that so many people click yes on, if you just take a time to read that, you'll understand that your data is gone. Your privacy is not as private as you might think it is. And it's really unfortunate that people don't. It's annoying to me when I see pearl clutching. Pearl clutching meaning, oh my God, this is an affront to society. How dare they? They shouldn't be keeping all this. Well, okay, they wouldn't keep all of it if people didn't agree to it. And it's stuff that you don't pay attention to. Security is something and privacy is something that people think they have and they really just don't. They don't. I've mentioned this uh, before in an earlier episode, and I'll mention it now. In the 60s, there was a plane, SR-71 Blackbird. It could take clear, super high-detailed pictures of a license plate from space. It takes off from, it would take off from Earth. You had to refill it as soon as it got in the air, because it took a lot of fuel to get it there. And it will fly, it's actually in one of the Call of Duty games. It will fly in just above the Earth. So it technically is in like, it's not in outer space, but it's in space. That went away with the advent of one, because it was too expensive to maintain. But that went away with satellites, because it became easier to do. They can do the same thing. The very idea of privacy is something that we hold dear. And maybe it's possible. But in the digital age, we are far from it. It is the case that Facebook is used by crazy people. P 
people that would use to or use it to purvey crazy ass theories about white supremacy and how they're being wiped out and just wild stuff. And then there's people that don't really engage with it like that and only use it to post random stuff. I had a bad day at work or I went to lunch and I got my order wrong. All those users, whether the crazy folks to the mundane, they all click agree. So, in a bit of a call to action, I would charge you just to read the privacy policies. It's not that much reading. I promise you it's not. It seems like it is because of the way it's presented and it's outlined and it says in this subject or in this section who or we will be uh, we will be uh, referring to as Facebook. It's really easy to fucking read to get through. Just do it and save the pearl clutching. If we are not willing to make a change similar to the first topic if we are not willing to make them change there's no reason why they will and unfortunately we have gotten so complacent with everything uh it's just the way it is some of us and then some if you're like in this other camp you're probably not listening to this you don't want anybody to know anything so they just stay off social media it's not that hard to find out what they know and if you don't like it don't use it but let's not pretend that they aren't who they say they are. That Maya Angelou statement, believe when someone tells you who they are, believe them the first time. They've always been that way. Apple, Samsung, Facebook, Instagram, before they were purchased by Facebook, they literally have always been what they are. With that said, this has been the 68th episode of the Keys of Gems podcast. This is your host, Lono. So thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you next time. <laughs>